But Gundam style, everyone. <laughs> Your voice, like, cut out. I think you went a little too quiet there. I heard, like, just the hard points of the syllable. Oh, but Gundam style, everyone. There you go. How's That's that? better. That's good. Okay. Are you going to keep both of them in? <laughs> uh, I mean, I wasn't going to originally, but I think I will now that we've Fuck. talked about it. <laughs> I, you know, I, it'd be like that. I fucked up. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you played yourself. I played myself. Uh, I couldn't help but ask. I couldn't help but wonder that if this was a new episode of Wow, Cool Robot. It's Gundam time, baby. It do be Gundam time. We do be in space. Thank God. Earth is fine, but I want to be like I don't want to be in space IRL. But I want the robot to be in space because you get some pretty sick space battles when the robot in space. Also, like, I have no plans on going into space because that's bougie shit. So I want to imagine. I want fantasy stuff. It's an ideal. It's an idealized view of space travel. Maybe not because I'd rather war not be happening while I'm space traveling. Yeah, I guess more of the convenience of it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Where you can just have a bunch of like five year olds in a in a you know weird military craft just like launch into space with no problem whatsoever. I feel like this like I know they've been on Earth for a long time, but I feel like even when they were in space in the beginning of the show, they didn't really uh, show the effect of the lack of gravity inside the ships but this these episodes they started to do that not for everyone it's like the gravity is very selective but we actually do see like zero g stuff in here and i genuinely don't think we did when they were in space in the beginning of the show no i don't think they did either but i also don't remember but also some of the zero g stuff is because um like they're closer to a planet than they were Mm. Um, so that like messes with stuff, you know, with like Sela being like pulled in and then like Amaro's whole thing, like, well, it's because he was connected to a ship that was faster, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, let's not, let's not get ahead of ourselves because we're going to be discussing this week is Mobile Suit Gundam, AKA Gundam 0079 episodes 31 through 33. These were all right. Yeah. They weren't as good as last week's batch, but last week's batch was just like, the cream of the crop. So this is like, it's good, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's hard to top that, right? But like, you know, to trade off for them maybe not being as like, we got more space stuff. And we still we got, got a little space. bit of like drama, and I do love to see it. <laughs> we got some weird. This is just like these episodes are just like family drama hour. It's like it's it's family therapy time. <laughs> they all need therapy. They all need therapy. I have a feeling they never get therapy because <laughs> I feel like there's. I'm probably gonna assume they won't. Because I know some of them show up in later series and i just have a feeling one thing you gotta know about mech shows there's two ways no there's one way to solve your problems and that's by 
getting killed in glorious combat. Otherwise, you just have to live with the baggage for the rest of your life. Oh, no. (laughs) I mean, it's not like that in real life, thankfully. We have therapists. But if you're in a Gundam, then I'm sorry. You're just, quite frankly, SOL. They just need a robot therapist. Yeah, wow, cool therapist. Uh, So you want us to get into this first one, Morg? Yes, the first one. Episode 30 is called A Decoy in Space. Episode 31. No, it's 30. It's 31. What? You're right, it is 31. (laughs) Oh, boy. I did that because I went 30, 32, 33. That's literally Mm. what my numbering is just now. 31's an unlucky number in space, so it's understandable that you skipped it. Okay, 31, a decoy in space. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, White Base is piecing out from Jabiru. The commander dude for the Federation is like, all right, TNM fleet's going to leave at 1900 hours. But you, my my dear, beautiful white base, I love you all so much. You're going to have to be the decoy. Sorry, but otherwise we're going to put you all in jail. So you're going to leave at 1700 hours. You're going to skip Luna 2. You're going to fly the other way around. And we're going to end up attacking Zeon Solomon base. Uh, Yeah. When they keep saying Tianmen, I keep thinking they're saying Tianmen. Yeah. T- Tiananmen, yes. Yeah, I keep on thinking it's They're like Tiam- talking about like t- Tiananmen Square. Mm-hmm. I keep on thinking it's like Tiamat, like the dragon. Oh, Tiananmen. Yeah. That I mean, that's just because I have Final Fantasy brain, so I see like the T-I-A, and I'm like, ah, oh, Tiamat. Yeah, of course. I don't need to read the rest of the word. I know it's not from Final Fantasy, but. Yeah, I was like, wait, I know that from D&D, but yeah, same <laughs> thing. Um, And then like, th- so this this creepy ass, you know, Federation guy. He, he's like oh once we defeat Zeon I can find you a husband Mirai oh wait a minute you already have a fiance like bro you're like a hundred years old why are you being a creep to this 18 year old girl leave her alone everyone just leave, leave her alone these episodes are everyone leave Mirai alone these episodes are like Mirai episodes I think These are, this is the Mirai batch that we have this week it's good it's good but it's also frustrating I care her I care her. But yeah, Bright is not really happy to hear that she has a fiancé, and he sort of storms off. He's a baby, but it's okay, I understand. We've all been there where the person that you have a crush on is engaged to a coward who lives in space. It's a universal experience, really. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, so, speaking of creeps, there's another creep. I mean, at least in this episode, I mean, he's still kind of a group, but they have a new person for White Base. Uh, he joins yeah. White Base, uh, Lieutenant Slager. Lieutenant J.G. Slager Law. Yes, Slager Law. They call him Slager the whole time, though, and I yeah. keep wanting to say Slugger, so if I call him that, well, there you go. Yeah, he, he doesn't have a very good first impression because he's like, I'm here to hit on women and slack off. And both of these things are here in ample quantities. Yeah, he's, um, he hits on Mirai immediately. He's the kind of guy who comes, like, he, he comes on white base with his, you know, Federation bag all packed and he's wearing a shirt that says FBI female body inspector. No! This is the kind of guy to do that. He totally would. I forgot about those shirts. Oh, I'm so glad for 
past me forgetting that that existed for a while. Well, you know, as we know, Morg fashion is cyclical. So I'm sure in 2030, when people are listening to this show for the resurgence, because Gundam's never going to have style, they're going to be like, hey, these shirts aren't lame. Everyone wears them. Good. I'm glad. I'm calling my shot like Babe Ruth. I, I hope if you wear them, you have to be gay. I'm sorry. Well, it's the future, so everyone will be. True, true, true. This is the future that liberals want. Yes. The leftists are at it again. So, <laughs> um, did, did Lieutenant Slager call Amaro his little buddy? He's like, he, he, I don't think condescending is the word I would use for it. But no. he's, he's like, he, he, he sort of like talks down at people. He like talks them in a sort of babyish way, like giving people sort of pet names. He's just like a dude who just like shows up and thinks he's, you know, the, the hottest slab of meat in town. So yeah. he's just like, you know. He just looks like a goof. Like his, he just, I don't know how to explain it, but like his face is kind of goofy. He looks like he plays lacrosse. <laughs> Man, okay, what is it with all these people in, pl- like, because I, I don't know why, but um, recently I was listening to a podcast where someone was like, oh, lacrosse is for, like, rich people or something. And I'm like, no. Yes, it is. That's not how it started. It's not how it started, but you got to understand, Morg. I went to private Catholic school and we had a pretty a pretty fancy lacrosse team so unfortunately i it was with a heavy heart i inform you that lacrosse is now for rich people i went to a public school and they had lacrosse also like i don't know whatever lacrosse has been appropriated to hell and back i guess yeah true yeah wasn't it like originally native american yes it was originally native american i i I literally like went to um the uh, Oh, there's, uh, fucking, I always say the actual name wrong, but it's Iroquois, uh, the Haudenosaunee, uh, like, place, and they, like, like, near me, and they, like, had a cool, like, like, history thing about it, and they also talked about how, like, one of the teams, like, made its way to some league thing and uh, this is so unimportant i'm sorry this is, <laughs> this is a lacrosse podcast now yeah tune, tune, tune in next week for our post uh, episode segment where we talk about the history of lacrosse god damn it but anyway um so yeah he okay i've decided he's not a lacrosse guy he's a baseball guy he looks like he just hangs out he like chews sunflower seeds and just spits them wherever he wants True. And his name is Slagger, so Slugger. Yeah. He, there you he, go. He, they're calling him Louisville Slagger. It's true. Also, um, my cat is Yeah, I heard. <laughs> Gizmo has spoken. He's like, get me out of here. I don't want to listen to you talk about Gundam. Let me out. Let me out. But anyway, so yeah, White Base is taking off now. Um, this is like my fifth note of the episode. <laughs> we got to pick up the pace a little bit. Um Yes. I just, um, I just like talking about Slager. But yeah, White Pace takes off. Um, there's a whole flock of flamingos flying in the air. Yeah, it's a cute it was moment. So nice. Bright's like, if you look out your left of the plane, you can see a flock of flamingos. You are allowed to take pictures. I love uh, flight attendant, or ca- I guess, yeah, flight attendant Bright and uh, Captain Mirai. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's just, it's a cute little moment. Everyone's like, ah, pretty birds. Yeah, I don't think they've ever seen Flamingo before. Uh, well, black, white, green, or blue. Show off your natural hue. Hell yes. 
In the meantime, as Whitebase takes off, though... Uh, a Xeon ship goes into space also. Yeah. It looks good. The animation of losing the engine bit looks good. That's what my note says. The, these three episodes, like, more so the first two, um, they have some sick... Well, actually, all three of them do. Like, the animation of, like, fire and missile trails and explosions look really, really good in these episodes. And not a whole other lot of stuff looks good in these episodes. We'll get there, though. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But, yeah, while White Base is taking off, we see Shar taking off. Uh, he's stolen a Zanzibar ship. Yes. And he will be for these entire episodes. It's funny. He's like talking with one of his crew members and he asks them, yo, was Kaecelia upset when I stole this Zanzibar ship to chase White Base down? Because it was just conveniently parked nearby as they left. Oh, I don't remember that part. What? Yeah, he no, stole? he basically says like, yeah, well, not stole, stole, but he like wasn't allowed to take it. And he very much still did take it. Oh, my God. That's so funny. But they just kind of let him, because, like, no one stops him. Like, they know he did that. No one can stop him. It's true. Char is unstoppable. But, um, so they also, like, Char's crew talked to him about some uh, more gun, uh, more mobile suits, including the Big Row. The Big Row mobile armor. The Big Row! And he also has some Richard Dominics. They do have Richard Dominics. They turned me into a Dom, Morty. They told turned me into a Dom. Uh, I'm sorry. (laughs) I can just stop recording whenever. No. (laughs) (laughs) And then there's like another untested mobile armor that they sort of offhanded mention that we don't know about. That comes up later, but um. White base towards the moon. They go yeah. towards the moon and they're spotted by the Xeon. Yeah. It's like 20 minutes until combat. Sailors have a normal one in these episodes. Like every <laughs> other line is like, Where's Char? Where's my dear brother? Where's fair Prince Casval? I don't know why she sounds like this in my head, but. Where's Prince Casval? I mean, she's yeah. like a princess, so like. You associate royalty with a fancy British posh shit. accent, yeah. Uh, it makes sense, but yeah, yeah Sayla, like, while she's in battle, because uh, you know they end up in battle, they ended up in heated combat with uh, Zanzibar, and there, there's a, a fateful attraction between the two. <laughs> yeah, but I. I know at, like, some points, like, Sayla is, like, keeps worrying about, like, if she's shooting her brother, and it's, like, that sucks. That sucks you have to it's, think about it's, it's It's kind of funny the way she does it, though, because she's, you know, in combat, and she's like, hmm, is Char in this one? Probably not. Eliminate. And she just, like, blows up in one hit. And the next one, she's like, hmm, is Char in this one? Probably not. Eliminate. And just, like, she's just, every single one, she just has to convince herself that she's not going to kill her dear brother. Castle. Yeah. It's like, at first, she is just frozen up, but then she's like, okay, well, I gotta keep going. Yeah. And he does the same thing, because he's like, she wouldn't still be in white base, would she? <laughs> 
Probably not. Well. Anyway, I'm going to try and kill everyone on board with no consequence. My sister's not there. She's too smart for that. He literally said she's too smart. She's too intelligent. Her IQ is too high to take part in war, Morg. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the fighting's happening. It's just a lot. It's very pretty. We see the big row, which I, I've noticed the theme in the mobile armors in that they have hands. Yes, like, it's just like a hands. large tic tac with hands mostly. They've got like clawy hands. Um, do you know what else are large tic tacs with hands? Minions. Please, please, please. yes, thank you. It's minions. Minions it's, it's are tic tacs with hands. <laughs> they you are. know, I gotta say, my power is growing because you mentioned minions and I had absolutely nothing to do with it. That was all you. They are, yeah, I mean, it happens. And that will be an indelible mark upon your soul until you die. I can't believe it. <laughs> I can't believe it. It's I'm, fine. I'm sure I'm I'll crackling with electricity. I'm sure um, it'll happen back to you if you mention, I don't know. Fuck. We, I was going to say Pokemon, and I'm like, wait, you like Pokemon. <laughs> J- joke's on you, Borg. I like Pokemon. <laughs> uh, furries. Yeah, probably. Yeah. It's only a matter of time until the worms dig in even further into my cerebellum. I can't wait until you become furry. Furry Max. Oh my god. Max become furry. Max become furry. But, so, okay. Yeah, fight, fight, fight. Boom, boom, boom. Battle it happened. looks good. Like, just it watch it. Good. Like, I know this is a f- audio medium, but, like, just watch the fucking show. It looks good as hell. <laughs> if, you, if you're like most listeners to a, 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 um, a watch-along podcast... You've either already seen the show and are not watching it with us, or you haven't seen the show and are still like listening with us. So just imagine it. Or even better, just watch the dang show, because it's one of the best shows ever made. It's just good. It's like, I don't know. I feel like they saved a bit of their budget while they were on Earth, because they didn't really need to do all these sort of elaborate flying around space battles. So now that they are in space, they're like, all right, let's just blow everything up. Yeah. I like the it. There's still like cool... Maybe cool is not the right word. There's still, like, good drama shit, because, like, you know, Slugger's being an asshole, and they're like, hey, you gotta fucking fight. And he's like, no, I don't want to. Also, it, they're not close enough to it. Or, they want they're not white base to aim better? Yeah, so, I, I, I didn't really know what to think of Slager at first. Um, Same. I didn't. At first, I was like, "Is he like actively trying to sabotage White Base?" But no, I think Same. he's just. I I more. I think he's just stupid. I think he's just really dumb, and I'm actually like pretty convinced by the end of these episodes that um that the Federation just gave Slagger to them because he's just kind of like a nobody. They didn't want to babysit guy. him. Yeah, and they're like, "Well, they're a decoy anyway," so like. It's fine. We'll just dump him there with the rest of the the rejects. They'll probably all die anyway, so he'll just get caught up in it. Except they don't because they're cool. Yeah. See, he's not like I. I low key want him to stick around. Me he's too. He's not quite a himbo because he's not like totally pure of heart to be a himbo. Yeah, he's like too scummy to be a himbo. Although I have to, other, I feel like other people have like. Has it have a different um, definition of himbo than we do, where like they don't need to be nice, and I'm oh, like, oh, I don't know about that. No, the, the def- a himbo is strong, dumb, and kind. Yeah, Slager kind. is strong, dumb, and rude. He's rude, but sometimes it's funny. <laughs> yeah, sometimes sometimes his rudeness sort of overlaps with what you could assume to be chivalry. 
um, that we'll see later. I don't know. I, I, I kind of like him. Maybe it's himbo solidarity. <laughs> it's, you know what? It's okay. We all have I'm problematic valid. faves and Slagger can be your problematic fave. He's not my fave. My fave has been dead for several episodes. It's go off. so... Oh, daddy. Oh, daddy's dead. Um, Yeah, so (laughs) fighting happens. Sayla is, like, getting sucked back into the planet because she's, I don't know, not flying great because she's still thinking about her brother. Um, At one point, Kai is sent out, too, in gun cannon, and he's like, I can't spend the rest of my life being depressed. And it's like, yeah, you know you're in a mobile, uh, like, a, a mech anime when you solve your depression problems by violence and war. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. And I I was like, mood. And then I was like, wait, I would not be shooting people, though. Is your brain not doing so good? Why don't you just blow some people up in space, I guess? That'll be $100 for your therapy this week. I mean, I guess that's kind of like real life. I mean, because in war, you kind of have to Excuse me? Like, no, not the stupid not the fucking blowing people up. I meant like when you're like traumatized by war, you kind of keep going. That's all I meant. I wasn't yeah, trying to yeah. say like I'm gonna go like be hashtag a giant robot war is over kill. party. I can't believe I've been canceled. <laughs> I can't believe I've been canceled. I haven't even been in a podcast for a year yet, and I've already been canceled. <laughs> this is amazing. New record. I can't believe it. I meant war, though. I meant people I in war just keep going, because otherwise they die. That's all I'm saying. I'm, mere- I'm merely taking a piss. And you're succeeding. Uh, don't piss on me. So, um, Char, like, knows that White Base is a decoy, because he is a thousand IQ, He's simultaneously a thousand IQ and so stupid because he just has the most boneheaded combat strategies. He's so dumb. He literally, he literally like just wants to ram people all the time. It's so funny. He's like, oh, we're going to ram him. And they're like, are you sure, Char? And he's like, fuck yeah, dude, let's do it. And it doesn't work. And like, he's like, oh, part of my plan. But you know, on the inside, he's like, damn, I thought that was going to (laughs) work. It's it's like a stop clock is right twice a day, but for him it's like a stop clock is right twenty times a day. As a fellow like dumbass smart person, <laughs> I identify with this. Yeah. It's good. Can't believe I identify with the villain. Just kidding, he's not well, a villain. V- villain in very, very heavy air quotes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and also I always fucking identify with villains. That's queer culture, baby. Um, so, okay. Sayla is still thinking about Char, even as um, Amaro kind of, like, uh, saves her kind of by, like, connecting with her. Thing. He, like, he, well, bef- he, in order to sort of avert her trajectory, he, like, shoots a missile at her, like, at That's the right. very, like, end of her to, like, sort of, like, blast her back on course. Yes. And he's like, oh, that worked perfectly. And I'm like, bro, that was not a good idea. Yeah, I was like, you could have killed her, dude. <laughs> but all right, you know. It worked fine. He had to think fast, I guess. Uh, and she was okay. And yeah, they, like, connect together, as one does. Uh, and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's still thinking. She's still thinking about Char because she's like, 
Char, you motherfucker. You can't waste your life taking revenge on the zombie, okay? Okay? Mm-hmm. You can't do it. But, you can't do it. Uh, Why do I have this blonde scumbag in notes? Oh, that's about Slagger. Okay, I got very confused because I was like, oh, <laughs> there's like a lot of important blonde characters. I got that. Yeah, I'm talking about yeah. Slagger. He is a scumbag. <laughs> yeah, he's not like he he's not really like doing a great job. Um, White base and the Zanzibar sort of in this like chicken where they're you know waiting to get in range to fire each other. And in the meantime, Amro's fighting the Bigro, and the Big Bigro go fast. I feel like the the first and most important quality of any mobile armor or suit is that it just is really fast. Because it grabs Amuro, it just yoinks Amuro, and it's going so fast that he passes out. Yeah. And we get we get the funniest shot of Amuro in the cockpit passed out, like, drooling. <laughs> it's just like, damn, bro, you good? Yeah, it was like, this is kind of hard to watch. Because, like, it's really, like, it's kind of, like, a funny face. But it's also like, Jesus Christ, this dude is not doing well. Mm-hmm. But he, he's fine. He wakes up. He's, he's fine. fine. He he wakes up. He like sort of dodges out of the way while still being held by the claws and like point blank fires the beam rifle into the big row, which blows it up. Yeah, the dude piloting the big row is just like, that's impossible. But it's Amro. Of course, it's impossible. Um, yeah. In the meantime, back at the Zanzibar, um, this the, one of Shar's subordinates, who we later learn is Dimitri, is like, Yo, let's get their asses. We can't just retreat because at this point, like they, they, um, the, the the game of chicken has ended. They've like sort of passed each other, and Char says they're like a baby bird that wandered into our yard. Yeah, and it's it's weird in the dub they change it to a rabbit, but either way, it's a small creature in our backyard, and um. Also, it's funny because, like, when they're doing the chicken standoff thing, um, White Base realizes it's Char in the Zanzibar because he's like, uh, Bright's like, damn, only Char would fight as recklessly as this. Yeah, only Char has the big brain tactical genius to try and ram a ship with another (laughs) ship. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We have the utmost respect for him. It's true. Yeah, and after the fighting, they're all back on the bridge. Sailor's still just like sad and confused about Char. And Slager, my boy, <laughs> he's like, all right, I'm going to take a shower. Mira, you want to come? And she doesn't even like say that's grosser. She's like, no, not right now. And then, and yeah. then he goes to Amuro, Kai, and Hayato, and he's like, you want to take a shower? And they're all like, hell yeah. And it's like, yeah, dudes rock. <laughs> Let's get it, bros. Hell yeah. I was like, first of all, this makes me respect, like, Mirai having to deal with this bullshit is just like making my respect for her go up a thousand percent because she just like is just like ignoring it. She's like, fuck you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, damn, I don't know if I could ignore this asshole. <laughs> yeah, but he just wants to shower with the guys. Dudes it's rock. Fun. Dudes <laughs> rock. That's the episode. That's the episode. Episode 32. What is it called? It's called Breakthrough, a thing that happens when you're in therapy. it's true I mean it's not relevant to the episode name but it's also just like it's just just a fun little connection that we made at home yeah Uh, it's true there's no therapeutic breakthrough but there's other breakthrough Uh, so yeah breaking through armor with an explosion it's true Uh, Sayla not doing hot right now no absolutely not 
she is she's physically okay technically um because they even talk about it how like she had the physical and she was fine but mentally she is (laughs) not there and so Bright's like, hey, uh, go rest. You're fine. You, you, you should uh, you should take a break, maybe. Uh, Slug- Slugger can uh, uh, take over briefly. Yeah. For you. Yeah. Um, and then suddenly there's just like a lone yellow... Uh, what is it? Uh, mobile Zacrello. armor? Called a Zacrello. It's a mobile armor. It's pack attack. It's just demon Pac-Man is what it is. It's just a cute little Pac-Man. And they're like, okay, why is there just one uh, armor out there? But they take care of it. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, it's, we, it's again, it's it's biggest quality, fast. It's best quality, it's face. <laughs> I love it, its mouth it looks so like, much. So it, it, what it, it looks like... God, what does it look like? It looks like a weird, like, Halloween decoration. Like... A, a, a sort of when you see stuff like spider skeletons just like completely anatomically incorrect it looks like yes. that it looks like like a cybernetic insect head with just like vampire fangs like it has yes. it has eyes in the mouth it is literally like a head um and it has two like scyther blades on either side and like a big cannon on the bottom it looks very very goofy i like this so much i like it so much i was like very surprised because like even the um even the goofier mobile suits tend to be like i don't know like they have like serious faces i don't know that's not the right word like this one has just like a goofy yeah halloween face it it, it looks like it looks like it sounds like this i'm gonna get ya i'm gonna get ya i'm gonna get ya uh, it'd be a good pumpkin uh, carving. It would be a good pumpkin carving, but then again, people would see it and think that's a vampire. True. Uh, but the Zacrello is just uh, this dude, Dimitri, that we mentioned last episode, who wants to take revenge uh, because the guy in the big row, uh, Taquan? Taquan? Um, it doesn't matter. He's not that important. Uh, and he's dead. He just wants to take revenge because he, like, respected him a lot, uh, but he gets He dies. Also. <laughs> he dies. And also, um, he dies to Sky Gundam, which is just Gundam with, like, blasters, and he has cute leggies. I like his little leggies. Little blaster yeah, it, leggies. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's just, like, the top half of Gundam. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he also calls Gundam a wannabe or a clunker. And I'm like, wow, you're one to talk, dude. How dare you? You're one to talk, Pac-Man. You died. You were on screen for two minutes. Yeah, I wasn't sure why that he was on screen other than I did like to see him. They just wanted to draw the Zacrello. Yeah. I don't blame him because this is a funky little dude. Um, So back at White Base, they're chilling out again. Um, Law, or Law. I, I keep on writing his down as Law because it's easier to write than Slager. Slager's being rude as always. Um, he's like ignoring his duty on the cannons. He's sort of like making moves at Sela. And <laughs> Amuro is just like, All right, whatever, dude, like get back to work. And <laughs> Slager says, Amuro, you're a pest, you know that? And Amuro literally just says, yeah. He's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> it's so <laughs> it's, funny. It's real good. And he uh, he deserves to be pestered. Uh, so I think he like, Slager leaves Sela eventually and mm-hmm. she's just like lost in her thoughts again about char 
Because, you know, everyone keeps talking about Char. Char this, Char that. And He's her she, brother. And she's just like, shit. He can, he can never <laughs> forgive the Zabby family. <sighs> it keeps that keeps like those damn zombies coming up again and again. Whether you gotta it's in get her the rest head. of them. Um, I think eventually, like Sayla kind of snaps out of it and goes to talk to Amro and be like, "How can I become pilot real good, real fast?" Yeah, and and Amaro's like, "Why do you want to do that?" And Sayla says, "Well, I want to stand a chance against Shar." And Amaro's like, "Uh, no way, sister. He's too good." It's like, dude, I can't even. I'm not even sure I can fight Char. Like, if he's not just in like a lowly Zaku or something. Yeah, the the inner machinations of his mind are an enigma. And then the milk falls over. But. <laughs> I I had a hard time taking notes during a lot of the battling because they battle again. There's another they battle again, but because I kept like thinking about new types because I was like, when will that come in? When will that come in? I want to know. They keep talking about their like health and stuff. This seems important. We have ten episodes left. Gizmo's going ham in the background. I know. Um. Yeah, but but before this happened, like we get a short scene of Shar contacting Dren, who's the commander of the Camel Fleet, and he says, "Yo, go get White Base. I'm gonna catch up with you." So in the meantime, he rolls up with a bunch of moose eyes. Everyone gets in their battle positions. Everyone's freaking out. The Camel Fleet sends out six Richard Dominics. It sends out Camel, which is a moose eye, and it sends out Tokumel, which is also a moose eye. They're very silly names. I like to hear. I them. was so confused whether Camel was the pilot or the moose eye. No, like, Dren. Dren is the the commander. Okay. I was like, yeah, no. it's it, it's Tamil, Tokumel, and Swamil. Okay. And it's just it's just they really like Camel, I guess. Camel toe. Uh, oh um, my god. Come I'm on. sorry, that was so <laughs> unnecessary. But like what if, so the Doms have skirts, but what if they had camel toes? <laughs> what if the Dom what if Jesus, I can't believe I'm about to say that. What if a mobile suit had like a nice bulge? Oh shit. <laughs> no, they gotta be smooth like a Kendall. Um, Jesus. <laughs> but yeah, they keep talking. They keep calling the Dom skirts. Yeah, so white base. I, I, I don't know. I think it's just white base slang for the Doms because they still call them Doms on the Xeon side. I think it's a yeah, similar they, thing to how Xeon calls white base Trojan horse. Yeah. Like they don't know they're called Doms and they just see they have these like big skirts. They're like, oh, those are skirts, which is cool. Bright says skirt, skirt. <laughs> um,. <laughs> And like everyone is, everyone has a connection to the white base. Dren of all people is like, I have a faded connection to white base. And Sayla has a faded connection to Char, and Char has a faded connection to white base, and Amor has a faded connection to Gundam. It's just like enough. Is there anyone here who doesn't have a faded connection to something? Um, yeah, Slagger. He is a faded connection to my heart. <laughs> Damn, you're right. <laughs> um. So yeah, they 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 roll out. Kai and Hayato are out. They send out Slagger and the G Fighter. Sayla's still being weird, but she just ignores it, and then she flies out herself. She's fine with it because uh, it's not the Zanzibar, so she's not going to shoot her brother. 
Exactly. Yeah. She's like, oh, I'm going to do killing now. Great. Killing's fine. Killing's fine if it's not my brother. That's what, that, that's a Sailor original. Bright keeps getting mad at everyone for shooting the turrets instead of the engines. Yeah. Everyone just like jumps the gun here. Slager like just wants to shoot things and get more points. So he just flies off ahead and they have to regroup. And like no one's shooting the right parts of, of the ship. It's just like a, just a shit show. Like Slager, you're messing up their team coordination but they i mean you know they get it eventually he just wants to get a good combo he just he wants points they literally say he, he wants you, points you don't get as many points if you only get an assist the slayer wants to go for all the kills yeah yeah she needs to get like the cool weed skin for his jet <laughs> god damn it he would have a weed skin you would he's the kind of guy who kills you call of duty with like the weed tag and then teabags you god I love him. Uh, <laughs> They're just killing doms. I do love to see Gundam H. Why did I say that? I don't know. I do love to see Gundam, though. <laughs> it's true. Me too. I see him every episode, so I'm not sure what this <laughs> means. We, we, we see Gundam because Gundam just like, sort of kicks the head off of a dom. Yeah. He also has a sword. Kills with a sword. Kills another thing with a javelin. It's pretty cool. It's cool. They're just killing doms. Like, Whiteface blows up the Tokumel, so only the camel and the swamel are left. And then Dren is just, like, having a totally normal one freaking out. He's like, where's Gundam? Dude, I haven't seen this damn white devil yet, and I'm so scared. And then, like, all of a sudden, the swamel is just, like, completely obliterated by Gundam. It's so cool. I mean, it's not cool because, again, people die, but, like... It's cool that Dren is so afraid of Gundam, and then Gundam shows up and is like, what's up, ya boy? It's me, Demon. I'm gonna do kill. I think that's why I wrote I love Gundam, because he just appeared and kicked shit. And mm-hmm. Yeah, he, like, opened the one that Dren is in, and they all get sucked out into space. <laughs> that's messed up. Like, yeah. they don't die in an explosion or get shot on. We're just, like, pokes a hole in the bridge, and he just gets, like, yeeted out into the vacuum of space that's like remember when amuro didn't like killing what happened to that uh PTSD. i want to go back to the good old days he is dissociated <laughs> oh poor boy uh yeah i think that's kind of the end like they they i think they like are like oh we got damaged real bad we gotta go to side six to we have yet to see a fight the white base has been in where it hasn't just gotten absolutely obliterated <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it is kind of where everything else is coming from. That's true. It's like, Amirai's a good pilot, though, because she's good at dodging things, even with, like, the weird ship wheel she has to pilot with. But, yeah, they got to go to size six. It's also, yeah, not as fast as Gundam, so it's, like, Mm -hmm. much more of a sitting duck. Yeah. But, yeah. But they do have to go to size six. It's neutral. Which means the Antarctic Treaty prohibits warfare in its airspace. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, it's the only side that's not uh, fed or Xeon aligned. Uh, mm-hmm. To the extent that when they go there, they like get watched, as you yeah. will see in yeah. episode 33. Well, hold on. Before, before, do you notice like the last bit of like Mirai's reaction to this? To side six? yeah. I didn't notice, but I would understand if she was like kind of freaking out since she knows that her fiance is. Dead. Yeah, she's like, she's basically like, 
the, what are the odds? Like, oh yeah, they yeah, go to yeah. they go to side six, and then she's like John Mulaney voice. Oh, this ought to be good. <laughs> and it is. It's really good. It is. So, what's next episode? Uh, yes, episode thirty-three. Farewell in side six. Uh huh. And we just get a short little cut in the beginning. We cut to side one, which is now Zeon Solomon base, which is commanded by Dozel Zabi. And he's all PO'd because Kaecilia is working with Char. And he wants to get white base himself to prove Char's incompetence. He fucking hates Char right now. He's just like, damn. That I sucks. mean, Char did kill his little brother, so I can understand it. I'm kind of surprised Kaecilia isn't like as much broken up over that she probably didn't like garma <gasps> no <laughs> Everyone i mean i know who, who wouldn't like garma but she probably didn't care for garma rip um so when they're in side six wait no they're like flying through an asteroid field to get there yes uh, Sela. Oh, cause yeah, Sela and Amuro like scout ahead, kinda. And yeah. Sela's being like, "Damn, Amuro, you've been so cold to Fraubo lately." And Amuro's like, "Am I? Whoops, I didn't know that." It's like you know what it is. It's in. It's like the same thing in high school where your friends are trying to hint at you t- that someone else likes you, and you just can't pick up on it at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be speaking from experience or anything like I'm that. I'm Amro in this situation, usually. Yeah, just completely oblivious. Mm-hmm. You, like, literally have to tell me that you like me. Unless I like you first, and I tell you, and then you're like, oh, thank God. But that's only happened once, so. Amaro's the kind of guy, Frau Bo goes to him, and she says, hey, Amaro, uh, you know, we have off duty soon. Do you want to uh, just maybe hang out and you know, watch the stars? And Amaro says, oh, that sounds good. I'm going to go invite Slager so we can have some company. God damn it. <laughs> it's the exact same thing. He's just so oblivious. Hmm. That would be nice, though. I would like to see the three of them hang out. Me too. That'd be very weird, but I also like it. I just I just like Slager a lot. I don't know why. He's just a, he's just a humble himbo. A little bit rude, though. That's okay. It's funny how much you like Slager. I think it's very funny for some reason. I like him, but like, I'm not like, wow, cool. You gotta, you gotta remember, Morg. I dearly, truly, madly, deeply love minions, so that just sort of throws out any like preconceived notion of my taste out the window. You love minions. You hated Kai for a while. (laughs) Yeah, but then I got better. Then I saw the truth. Uh, okay. So. Asteroid field. While they're talking, some other people, Xeon people, are like, ah, shit, they're here. We're damaged. Uh, whatever. Let's fire at them. And, uh, yeah, they, like, shoot at the... There's, like, a battle with, like, a new, fun Xeon ship. You know what the name of it is? Brow Bro? It's the Brow Bro. Yeah. The Brow Bro. I am, I am loving these names i'm loving all these bros i guess one is big grow not bro but like close enough there's the grab bro the brow bro the big bro the zacrello just oh mwah. they're all great what the fuck is that noise uh so eh. they win 
They beat the the brown. Yeah, girl. it's like it's like an even shorter fight than Zacrello was. Yeah, it was. It genuinely feels at this point they're just trying to like show off the designs for the mobile armors they've designed that don't want to waste. They're yeah. just like, hey, check this out, boom. Yeah. Um. Then yeah, they make it back to white base, make it to side six, and there's a fucking attorney that shows up at their door and is like, hey, what's uh. Uh, you gotta tape up all your weapons. Cameron Bloom. His name is Cameron Bloom, and he's more important than you'd think. Uh, because... He's, he's Mirai's fiancé. Yes. They recognize each other. They're like, oh, hello, hello. Um... And Mirai's, like, surprisingly happy to see him. Based on yeah. what little, like, was sort of um, hinted at this moment when she was like, what are the odds? And she's like, oh, yeah, I'll deal with my, you know, arranged marriage later. She's, like, surprisingly, like, really happy to see this guy. At least at first. Yeah, but you know who's not happy to see this guy? Mm, bright? <laughs> One bright Noah. Bright Noah is unhappy, but doesn't say anything. That's kind of his uh, MO for this whole Mm-hmm. Uh, situation which is probably for the best honestly because the person who does say something uh slagger uh does end up punching cameron when uh he is <laughs> when cameron is too close to mirai it's so funny cameron's like, it's oh, very funny. Mirai, i still love you blah 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 and he shows up out of nowhere like takes his glasses off punches him in the face so he flies back and hits uh like the edge of white base <laughs> And he says, respect women. And I was like, Slagger, you don't respect women, but I appreciate the attempt. Yeah, he doesn't practice what he preaches, but at least he, at least this is an unequivocally good thing to do. It is. I mean, maybe not, because it was like her fiance, but also he's just, look, he just wants to protect. He's also kind of like, he's our fiance, but he's kind of creeping still. Like, Kind of a weirdo, yeah. He's, t- he's getting too close to her. She obviously is not like happy about the... Uh, way nah. that Cameron's acting. So yeah, Cameron. What a normal ass name in this show. It's so funny. It's the most normal. Cameron Bloom is maybe the most like, well, the most normal like um, American-y sounding name. Because mm-hmm. I was like, uh, the Japanese names are probably pretty normal too. I wonder like if one of them's just like the equivalent of just being called like James or like. Tom, which just seem like very like normal ass military people names. I'm very sorry to all my Jameses and Tomses. Yeah, I can't wait for the next Gundam series to be revealed, and the main character is named Robert Johnson. <laughs> Robert Johnson piloting the Richard Dominic. Yes, and they call him Bobby. They call him Bobby Johns. Bobby He's Johns, so cool. Uh, and meanwhile, Char is getting chewed out by Conscon, his superior, um, for just like always letting White Base get away because he can't capture his dang Trojan horse. And Char, Char leaves, and Conscon like sort of asks to one of his soldiers why he's never taken off that dang mask. The soldier says, "Allegedly, it's a terrible burn, but some rumors say he's quite handsome." I was like, "Leave him alone." I can't wait to see what's behind the mask. Uh, we saw like part of it. Kind of. Yeah, we see him in, like, sunglasses. With the sunglasses, yeah. Show me this baby blues. Yeah, I'm like, no. Char's mask is part of him. You can't take it off. How dare you. Char is, like, a code 
that he sends Yeah, him. yeah. So, so they mentioned that like a Rick Dom has infiltrated side six Paul de Bay, which is where they're docking. But then he also tells um, one of his soldiers, he sends a message to Kaisi Lee that says, Pararam Zhu Shar. I guess that's like Xeon language, or if it's code for something, it means something, but we don't know. And Shar's like, it's a secret. If you tell anyone, I'll I'll put your fingers in a bowl of warm water while you sleep so you pee yourself. <laughs> Damn, I wish he did say that. Uh, so there's... <sighs> They arrive at side six. There's like animals and stuff there. It's like it's weird. Kind of weird. Seeing a deer in Gundam? No. Yeah, I was like, what are these animals? Uh, this is a not Earth. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. They're just shopping. Yeah, they just go shopping. Women be shopping. Women and men be shopping. Uh, because they get like food and stuff. But while they're shopping. Amuro. God, this part made me lose my shit. <laughs> yeah, dude. I knew this was happening from the last episode because I saw the next time on. But um, mm-hmm. Amuro spots his dad. <laughs> he just like I so, so yeah. I, I don't like watch the episode previews. I do like going in blind. So at this point, the camera pans over and just his dad just standing there looking at something in a store. And I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? He's here. He's alive. <laughs> it's so funny. He's just, like, at a comic book store or something. I don't even know. Yeah, just picking up the, the hottest trade paperbacks, getting, like, the new Green Lantern, Green Lantern issue. <laughs> and Amr, like, is a dramatic chase sequence where Amr just runs after him. He gets on a bus. Amr just, like, keeps on running. And it's just... God, it's so stupid. It's so funny. Amro gets, like, exhausted. But eventually his dad comes out of the bus and he's like, Hey... He just says, oh, it's you, Amaro. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Hello? My father, who I haven't seen in weeks, that I thought was dead? What happened? He's so unenthusiastic. He's like, oh, hey, it's you, Amaro. By the way, is my true son Gundam okay? (laughs) Yeah, he's like, is Gundam okay? Oh, my God. I didn't... His dub voice is like the most deadpan thing I've heard. Oh, in good. this fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> he, he lives in a junkyard morgue. He lives in a junkyard. Uh, he's doing research. I don't know. Uh, his dad sucks because, like, f- first of all, I was starting to feel things because Amuro, like, there was the... Did you notice that the ending music was playing while he was running after the bus? But, really? Yeah, it was, like, slightly different, but it was, like, the... Oh my gosh. It's like very emotional, yeah. And then it was like, oh, it's not emotional at all, actually. He fucking hates you. (laughs) Um, Yeah, he's like, how's Gundam doing? Fuck you, your soldier, act like one. Um, Here's this antique piece of shit that'll improve Gundam. Bye. Yeah, and Amro's like, "Uh, hey, maybe you you want to visit mom? And, and then he's like, oh, when the war is over, he can return to Earth. Uh, now get out. I'm very, very busy. And he just starts eating trash. Yeah. His dad just kicks him out after, like, a, a two-minute reunion. And Amuro is, like, crying and just, like, yeets the chip away. Yeah. I can't imagine why he's so mad. He yeets it away. And he goes back to White Base. Uh, Bright kind of scolds him for running off. But, eh, you know. Yeah. I'm just sad. I'm depressed. It's just it's it's sad. Anyway, so they're leaving they're leaving side seven now. 
Um, in a, just like a very abrupt, Amuro's like, oh, we didn't have to leave so soon. And they're like, well, we got X's. They, they, they basically, they can't repair white base um, on side six because side six, side seven. I don't know. I think I wrote down different. It's side, side six. six. Yeah. They leave side six. Um, they can't repair it there because it's neutral territory. So repairing uh, military hardware would like count as assisting the war. So they have to, they get taken to this dude. Um, Berg. Bergamino, Bergamino, who's just like this rich asshole because he owns like a repair bay outside of the side six airbase so they can repair it there. And they sort of imply that it's like due to Mirai's connections because of, you know, her late father was some very, very important dude. Oh, I thought it was also because like this dude knew Cameron too. Oh, uh, probably that also. Uh, who is also Mirai's connection. So they're all right. pulling strings. But um, Bergamino is just like some war profiteer. So like they actually uh when Xeon like end up spotting White Base, they're like, Oh hell yeah, let's blow up this dude's dock. He sucks anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, like, they launch they launch twelve hole Rick Doms. They launch twelve hole Rick Doms and lose twelve hole Rick Doms. Yeah. Amro just says, So anyway, I started blasting. And, like, he's counting the doms that he kills, he kills like, every like five seconds. Nine of them. He kills, he kills nine, nine doms. And I think um, Slager takes out three. And Cameron's freaking out because he's like, oh, yo, these cannot enter side six airspace. Like, if any stray beam fire, like, things going to be bad. And then Bergamino only cares about his stupid doc. Yeah, he just keeps whining about his doc. Even though Bright's like, dude, we're trying to get them away from your doc calm down but yeah it's it's a lot to see Amuro just take out nine doms no problem he just does it and uh, fine. the leader guy who I keep forgetting the name of is also amazed by how fast they get taken out yeah he's like all 12 doms were lost in three minutes oh shit oh fuck dude and it's like, now do you understand why Char is having so many problems? It's amazing he's doing as well as he is. <laughs> now you understand. Uh, and Char finally shows up now and he's like, okay, we all got to stop fighting because this will be an international incident if anything gets hit inside side six. And they just, they stop. They're fine. It's good. Um, Cameron says, like, we don't really see the resolution of it, but presumably they all stop fighting. Like, Char tells Cam or um, Dren to stop or Koskon to stop. That's and his name, yeah, Char, Char tells Koskon to stop and Cameron tells White Base to stop and they just like go back to side six. And Cameron says that his daddy will cover up the fact that they broke all the weapon seals because, you know, they want to avoid an international incident, as you do. Yeah, as you do. You don't want to break a war treaty, ideally, probably. I don't know. I feel like going to war and committing war crimes is just kind of part of the show already. Now, so. I ain't no big city lawyer, but I don't think we should be breaking the Antarctic Treaty fighting outside Side 6 in some war profiteer's repair bay. <laughs> I'm Daniel Craig in Knives Out. This is what I sound like. I've never seen Knives Out. That's a good fucking movie. I know. I don't watch a lot of movies i like them in theory me neither and i feel like that should be a glowing recommendation because i do not watch movies but knives out like mm, beat ass that is kind of a glowing recommendation um 
I look again. I like minions, so I'm, I have good taste objectively. Uh, well, other than that part, uh, the fact that we both <laughs> that it can hold your attention for that long is impressive. Um, so yeah, he's like, yeah, my dad will cover it. Uh, you should stay on side six with me. I love you, Mirai. <laughs> this is Cameron talking. This is not Morgan talking. <laughs> I do love Mirai and, to be fa- to yeah. be honest, but you're not you're not a creep about it. Not a I, like I don't really want to marry her. That's, yeah. you know, so, someone else likes her much more than me. Yeah. And she's not too enthused to hear all this. No. She basically says, well, okay, but I don't want to be a coward piss baby like you and run away from the war. My place is on white base because I want to fight the war and help people. And you're just a little sniveling crybaby. And this part is so fucking good, dude, because... um. What happens? Cameron says, I love you. And Mirai says, thank you. Bye. <laughs> yeah. She's like, thank you. Next. Uh, she just like floats away. It's <laughs> she really just great. dramatically floats up to like, it's so funny. It's so funny. And he's like, I can change. Tell me what I can change. And she just doesn't say anything to him when she, when it's he's good. It's so good. Just get it girl. I was like, Oh yes, dude. Just leave that motherfucker. Now, it's like, damn, I'm taking the side of the person in war, whereas I would probably be the person who avoids the draft. Yeah, well, think of it this way. You're treating, you're taking the side of the person who's brave and not the person who's a coward. True. Me dodging the draft would be courageous. Whereas Cameron dodging it is cowardly. He's braver than any U.S. Marine. <laughs> um, but that's an episode, pretty much. Yes, that is all three episodes. Ding dong doom, and uh, ding dong doom. There's some fun stuff I saw in the next episode. Oh, I haven't seen the previews. Oh no, actually, I did. I did see a bit of the previews. It looks like Amaro and Shar are just gonna like meet. Because they're going to be inside sick where the trees fire is. So they're just mm-hmm. going to like get to say hi to each other. Mm-hmm. Yo, I, I live for that shit. I love, I love it when it. the hero and the villain have to meet and they can't fight. And they have to just like sort of act like civil towards each other. I love just, it so mwah, much. That's so good. That's so good to me. Oh, I love it so much. It is just oh, delightful. You simply love to see it. I love that kind of stuff. I love when, like, the hero and villain have to team up to fight a bigger thing. I love this. All kinds of I feel like that will not happen in Gundam. Oh, no. At least not in in this series, no. But I just like it in theory. Just, oh, it's a good tropes. Good tropes. Uh, So, my voice cracked a little bit. That's okay. So. I have uh, a little mini segment tonight. I got a little bit more trivia for you. Okay. Uh, d- re- receive receive some trivia transmissions from, um, uh, you know, Gundam. I guess. Gundam gave you, damn. Gundam spoke to you. Oh, I'm jelly. So jealous, <laughs> dude. Um, and I, I just got a little bit of trivia on some of the mobile armors we saw this week because we saw a couple of them. Yeah. Um, I didn't know if you'd have any because last week it seemed like there was a little sparse. Sparse? That's, that's, that's the, the thing. Some of these have a lot. There's like quite a bit here. Um, some more than others. So the first one, Big Row, you know, the sort of claw looking guy that we saw in the first episode. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I don't. I believe we see more Bigros later, and they show up in other series as well. But it only has one um, one piece of trivia here. But Bigro, its name is a play on the words for Big Claw. <laughs> and and that's more but from what I can tell. Is. It's more it's more romanization because like if you would say claw, not like the original Japanese word for claw, but it'd be like kuro. So big kuro. Big claw. Oh, that's cool, actually. I, I was wondering what the Japanese word for claw was, but yeah, that Ikuro. makes sense. Yeah, it just, that's, that's a cute little thing. Um, and then we got the brow bro. Um, and this is, this is like more a thing that we'll see in the future, but at one point, well, two things we'll see in the future, really. So a lot of these, um, the designation is like MA-04, MA-05 um, for like, I, I, I think it was like MA-05, um, Big Row. And this is the Kerlo's MA-04. But the Brow Bro is MAN-03. And the N, as it stands, uh, as it is, MAN stands for Mobile Armor New Type. Ooh. So it's like sort of behind the scenes. And that's probably retconned in. I do think they like start talking about new types like near the end of this series. I hope they do at least because I want to know about them. But it's just like, we're starting to get there. Another thing is... At one point during Mobile Suit Gundam's production, the Brow Bro was named the Gelgoog. And that doesn't mean anything now, but we'll see the Gelgoog is like a Xeon military like mobile suit that we see later on. Gelgoog. It they're like they're like the cooler Zaku, but I don't think they're cooler than Zaku's, so you know. They're just you know. like built later, so they're stronger mm-hmm. in theory, but they don't look as cool. Yeah. So, okay. The Zacrello though has quite a bit of stuff Ooh. here um so in, in in mobile suit gunpla beginners building or sorry in mobile suit gunpla beginners i can't read in mobile suit gunpla builders beginning g part c zagrello is seen with an ms06 f2 zaku 2 f2 type in its mouth in place of a scattering mega particle cannon um it's like it's like sort of like a makeshift armor challenge thing where just imagine Zacrello, but there's a Zaku head inside. What? It's mouth. Um, which is a cute little thing. That's um, cute. Yeah. So here's a fun thing. You know the Mega Man Legends games? Mm-hmm. Uh, like like the one where you're Mega Man Volnut and it's like the sort of 3D world you're running around. Tron Bon is there, the little minion robots are there. Yeah, I haven't played it, but uh I know it in theory. Well, in Mega Man Legends 2, Mega Man Volnut's textures, like, you know, like the, the, the bitmap of, like, the, the textures that make up his body, there's a little image of a Zacrello drawn inside the texture map. Um, it's, like, left, it's drawn in leftover space that they didn't use for the model, but there's a little text box that says leftover space. Hmm, what should I do? Why not draw something? Um, let me see. Yeah, here's the image. Oh, it's, like, a different color. Yeah, it's like red instead of yellow, but like it's just it's a very cute little thing. I think because there's like a color limitation on the palette, I guess, because you can only use so many colors on textures. Mm-hmm. But and the last thing, oh my god, no, where'd my page go? Hold on, let me pull this back up because I accidentally closed the tab. So there's a this is this is a, like sort of flowing into something else, but there's a series of Gundam spinoff games called Giren's Ambition. Oh. Um, Giren no Yabo. And that's significant because it's a spinoff of Nobunaga's Ambition. And I don't know if you've ever played Pokemon Conquest, but that's a spinoff of Nobunaga's Ambition. I have not played Pokemon Conquest, no. Low-key, one of the best Pokemon spinoff games by far. Really? Um, 
yeah, it's so good. It's I like tactics games like that. But yeah, it's a whole like tactic series of Gundam where it's like political and military management. You like decide what to mass produce and manufacture and like alliances. Like it's like you can play through different timelines of like different victories and defeats and stuff like you can basically change the timeline by playing as zeon instead of the federation oh shit it sounds pretty cool and a cute thing for the zacrello is here i'll just read it verbatim in mobile suit gundam giren's ambition giren obviously being giren zabi the current leader of zeon um if the player chooses to mass produce the zacrello there's this a scene depicting a large amount of them including what appears to be two custom units one of them in a light red color and the other in a blue color with Ramba Rao's personal symbol. <gasps> so it's like you can have this sort of alternate history where the Zacrello is like the main force of Xeon, I guess. Yes. Like these games sound sick as hell. And one of the units you can make in that game is a Xeon Gundam. Where essentially you play an alternate scenario where Xeon wins the one year war. Oh, and Xeon gets all the Gundam stuff. So it's like a dark green Zaku colored Gundam. That you can make. Oh, because, yeah, they're like, oh, we got Gundam. Ha ha. Yeah, it's like I both that. It's just like, Ooh. I like, I love that what if stuff. Yeah. So I don't know. We got a good, we got a good amount of trivia today. It's, these sound like cool games. Maybe once, maybe I'll find like a way to play them. I think they're like Dreamcast. No, they're Sat. The first one is a, came out for the Sega Saturn. Hmm. And they came out for the Dreamcast and like PlayStation 2 and PlayStation Portable. So they've been around. Yeah. But. Pretty cool. I don't know. I think this is a fun piece of trivia today. Hell yeah. You love to hear it. I love it. I love this little, uh, this little Demon Pac Man. And the Demon <laughs> Pac Man. I do love the Demon Pac Man. Um, I don't I know if being. <sighs> Alternate universe stuff is cool, but sometimes it ends up going into some like weird territory as like, oh, what if Nazis win the war or whatever? Oh, uh, well, yeah, that's I, I, you know, we we don't engage with that. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, that looks like that'll about do it for our sort of end of the episode segment. So, more. Yeah. Oh. Where can we find you on the internet? You can find me here that's it no uh you can find me <laughs> at haunting the morgue on twitter and tumblr but i don't use it very much uh haunting the m-o-r-g uh you can also find me on my other podcast the sonic shuffle a random and holistic sonic lore podcast uh where i learn about sonic from my friend dan uh and mm-hmm. then um I was also a like guest. I was a player, I guess, on uh, Strangers Fiction recently, um, a tabletop RPG podcast with like a focus on like one shots or like shorter games. We played Vampire Block Party, Ooh. Uh, which is a Honey Heist sp- like uh, 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 mod or Honey Heist based game. And yeah, it was fun. It was uh, very chaotic. I uh, got we got to play as uh, vampire neighbors that had to pretend we weren't vampires. Oh, that sounds very fun. And we had a uh, un. It was it was Fourth of July without it being called Fourth of July party. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's that sounds pretty pretty sick. Strange fiction. Pretty cool, I must say. I was in, on an episode of um, 
their interstitial campaign. Hell yeah. You should go on again. It's it's cool. I haven't been on it in a while, but I've been on other episodes of that too. Uh, where can yeah. we find you, Max? We can find me at MaxiBajillion on Twitter and Instagram and everywhere else pretty much. And you can also find my other podcast, Pod of Greed, uh, the world's only Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast sponsored by Kaiba Corp at twitter.com slash pot of greed cast that's where me and several of my friends watch Yu-Gi-Oh! we're getting close to the end of dual monsters i'm very excited we're gonna go to school this fall at gx um and i'm gonna be on an episode in uh, shortly soon shortly soon i don't remember when but soon so a listen weeks, i think to pot of tune in to listen to me yeah, and you can go to noisebase.xyz for all of your podcasting needs. Uh, it's a, an audio incubator that our good friend Matt, who is also a Nintendo GameCube, has set up for us. It's where all of our friends have their podcasts. Pod Agreed is on there. Wow, Kuro will be on there in the near future um, as soon as I email the Noisebase guy and transfer ownership over. Yay! Um, yeah, check it out. Podcast good. 2020 year of the podcast, year of the MILF. We've been saying this. <laughs> I realized that was an inside joke with a different group of friends. So yeah, saying this now, just like, like weird, the weird ramblings of Madman. What is it? It's the Year of the Milf. I'm not going to take it out. I'm keeping it in. It's the I Year of the Milf. I want to know what Year of the Milf means. Is it just because, like, Melanie is here? Uh, that is what spurred the conversation on, yes. <laughs> because it was because my, my, my friend just got um, Pokemon. Like, they just got Pokemon Sword and Shield. Yes. So so one of them's playing Sword and one of them's playing Shield. And, and my friend who's playing Shield who's playing sword i said "Ooh, sorry you got the inferior version because you don't have a milf in it it's true and that's what spurred it on uh speaking of milfs what's your um robot of the week morgue it's not a milf i had already Damn. looked up something um i mean i can backtrack but um, no 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 you know you good you good i kind of did it while you were talking about cool robots um <laughs> for the last hour and 14 minutes. Then. No, yeah, it took me that long. No, I meant the ending segment. But, um, so, this malfunctioning and dim-witted robot from Invader Zim called Gur. Oh, God. Oh, jeez. Uh, you may know Gur uh, from such hits as the Doom Song, uh, as well as uh, just... Knowing his high-pitched voice and him being dressed as a dog. Uh, so, because him and Zim have to disguise as normal humans and dog on Earth in order to blend in. So they can take over the world and suck at it real bad. Uh, yeah. You might remember you might remember Gur from MySpace in 2006. You might remember Gur from Hot Topic, probably still there actually, because I've definitely been in there like not that long ago, and I think I saw Invader Zim stuff. Uh, he's just like, I'm gonna sing the Doom song now. I will, I will, Morg. I will put my head through a drywall if I have to hear that damn song. I won't sing it this time. This time. Don't say this time. Don't this leave time. that door ajar. This time. Um, oh, God. Yeah. Well, now I'm sufficiently tilted. He's just a little robot helper guy with an annoying He's just a little, a little baby bastard. He's a little bastard. He's a little goofy. He's a little malfunctioning, but aren't we all? Preach. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, that will about do it for us this week. Um... 
Morg, as we always say in the immortal words of our ancestors, War is bad. Wow, cool robot! <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was sort of trying to be a girl voice. I didn't really turn out well, but that's okay. I'm valid. You're valid.